Hi and welcome to Influence Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influencer marketing agency for fashion, home and beauty brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age and of course all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. In today's episode, I am delighted to welcome Victoria Nilsson, marketing coordinator at Normal. The popular retail chain has 566 stores across seven European markets and is celebrated for offering everyday essentials from skincare to cleaning at consistent low prices. Together, we will explore Normal's exceptional TikTok success and how they've used the platform to resonate deeply with the Gen Z audience. Stay tuned! Hi, Victoria, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, and it's so uh, great to be able to talk to you for a while. So before we'll get into the questions, could you briefly tell us a bit about yourself and Normal? Yeah, so I am uh, one of the two marketing coordinators for Normal in Sweden, and uh, my main focus is social media and uh, digital marketing. And I've uh, actually been at Normal for four years now. And uh, when I started, we only had about 20 stores in Sweden. And uh, before Christmas, we will be uh, over 100 stores. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, it's uh, it's been quite a, a trip to get there. But um, we're so excited and uh, the customers in Sweden loves us and we love them as well. So we are uh, really excited. That's great. Yeah, I've seen your success on TikTok and that's why it's so fun to talk to you today. So um, you said that you have uh, many stores here, uh, but you have 566 stores across seven European markets. And that is huge. Um, But you don't have an e-commerce site yet, uh, so you can't shop your products online. So for us to understand your business better, could you share some insights into your overall marketing strategy and your key channels? So we actually do have a, a really small e-commerce, uh, but it's uh, it's only for fun. I think normal needs to be experienced in real life. The treasure hunt, the new products, the colors, the smells, it all contributes to the normal DNA. And I think that's a big part of our success so far. But for those who live uh, far away from a store, we created this small e-commerce where we sell mostly theme boxes with, uh, with products. Yeah, it's, it's just to a, fun, a fun thing and we are not uh, thinking about doing anything bigger or with like the whole... We are not thinking about doing uh, a big e-commerce, but for those who live far away, it could be to, uh, to get a part of normal However, we do have a strong digital presence, mostly on TikTok, but also on Instagram and Facebook. And I think that these three channels together is a great and strong channel to reach and interact with everyone that uh, could shop at our stores. Yeah, definitely. And I, uh, of course, checked out your brand on TikTok before this episode and the hashtag normal, which... um, you could say it's, it's quite a normal word, uh, but it has 5 billion views. But a lot of the top videos actually show people talking about your brand, which is amazing, of course. 
And I know that TikTok and influencers have really been a key success factor for your brand. Could you tell us, how did it all start with TikTok? So we posted our first video on TikTok uh, one and a half year ago. And back then it was only me and my colleague Nadia who did our uh, videos ourselves. We were coloring our hair, baking cookies, trying to learn what works and what works not. Uh, But now we have an internal TikTok team who does all our content. So that's really great to to get to use uh, all the competence in our company to get the best content possible. Um, Yeah. And how did you start seeing like the views going up on TikTok? So we did have quite uh, a success from the beginning, but uh, then we realized that uh, what me and Nadia was producing wasn't good enough. So we needed help from Gen Z and the younger people. So we reached out to uh, everyone in the stores and asking if uh, anyone could help us. So uh, that way we did uh, this uh, internal TikTok team that we are now five people doing material every month. That's wonderful. So you actually talk to your customers to ask them to help you with TikTok. No, we uh, the the colleagues in the stores. So uh, the TikTok team is built by colleagues working in the stores, and a lot of them is, are younger than we are, of course. Ah, that's amazing. That's a, that's a great way because they see also they meet the customers, so they really know like what's up. Yeah, and uh, we have a lot of uh, young people working in our stores and. Uh, it's a great uh, it's great to be able to use their competence because i think they know their own uh, generation the best yeah i think that's actually great i worked in a store like uh, years ago as one of my first jobs and uh, often you ask people in the stores too little about the customers yeah i agree and uh, that's something that uh, is typical for us in normal is that we are a very flat organization and uh, and, and uh, we try to reach out uh, to everyone in every store to get uh, to get help and uh, their experience and I think the ones in the stores are actually the experts about normal. Yeah. And as you said, you're very strong in the younger spectrum of Gen Z uh, with many uh, like uh, one of your customers producing content for free around your brand. So a lot of user-generated content, especially on TikTok. How do you leverage and sustain this organic engagement that you have? We do have a lot of customers and influencers out there making material. They are doing normal hauls and give each other tips about new products in the stores. And we do love this very, very much. And we let it live its own life. We do not want to interfere with this organic and really honest material. Uh, however, we do try to engage with the people who does content by commenting on their post and let them know that we see them and appreciate them. Uh, we really want to get to know them, talk to them, and we are really interested in what they bought and what they thought uh, about us. We want to keep the spotlight and keep the interest from especially Gen Z. Uh, and we need to be on our toes, trying, always trying to find the new trending products and trying to stay in the loop of what's in right now. Uh, they live in a really high speed. And I think that's the biggest challenge is to, to keep up with them. 
Yeah, definitely. It moves super quick. And I think all marketers and brands can recognize themselves in the challenge of keeping up with the trends and the audiences and their behavior and needs and what they want to see, etc., etc. And talking about your uh, very popular products, you have everything from skincare to cleaning. It's a very wide range. Uh, could you give us some insights on what's the most popular ones and how are you working with like getting in the trending products that you see on TikTok? So uh, right now, I think um, uh, we can see that uh, products from uh, Japan is really popular. Uh, and especially we get a lot of questions about uh, a snack product named Takis, uh, which we uh, uh, really recently got in the stores, but we still get a re- very much questions about it. But the trending products also changes every, every minute, I would say. Uh, it's also a huge trend right now with the heatless curls. So we have a big sortiment there with a lot of different products to uh, to get these heatless curls. Yeah. Do, do you have any favorite uh, yourself? Uh, I would say uh, <clears throat> that we have this uh, this lock band you put on your head and uh, you can twist your hair around it and you sleep on it. And uh, in the morning, your hair is already done. So you are uh, don't have to get up as early to fix your hair. Yeah, I have heard of that. I've never tried it, but it it uh, it sounds very convenient. Yeah, and it's really popular as well. So uh, you should try it. Yeah, I need to go to a normal store this afternoon. <laughs> uh, so we actually tr- always try to have uh, the new popular trending products, and uh, a lot of them comes from from TikTok, and. Uh, we have a really good and uh, good and effective uh, buying department that always are on the lookout for these uh, new trends and trending products. So we are very lucky to have such a good buying department to get this uh, trend so fast. Yeah, I understand. It must be you must be very quick. Uh, I understand they can be very long processes otherwise, but uh, yeah, they they for sure do a really good job. Yeah, they are really great and they are always, I think they are spending a lot of time on TikTok to to see these uh, trending products so early so we can get them uh, in such a quick speed. Yeah, super interesting way of working also, really staying uh, at the top of what the audience wants. Yeah, it's really good for us, and but it's a big challenge to, to uh, get ahead of the trends and if we're lucky we get to catch a trend before it's trending so when when the trend wave really hits the products are already in the stores that would be like the golden opportunity for us but it's uh, it's hard to to get there yeah definitely so talking about looking ahead 2024 is closing up on us with rapid speed which emerging trend would you think that you think brands and marketers should keep an eye on for the next year? I think uh, it's hard to foresee which trend is uh, is coming. Uh, but I think that we all should try to be as authentic as possible and to be as honest as possible because I think that is what uh, is uh, lacking in the social media. And I think that's what uh, everyone is going to look for more and more, especially with... Uh, 
AI coming and uh, and all the false uh, news and stuff like that. I think everyone is looking for honesty and something authentic. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And we actually had a focus group uh, here, uh, focus group event with Gen Z, where we uh, tried to tap into their brains and see what they think about brands and products, social media, etc. And they actually said that uh, entertainment and humor is is very big and appreciated. And I think, like my own reflection out of that is that the world, as you said, it's very, um, it's very rough. Uh, the world out there so yeah I think people want to see more personal warmth both from brands and people online yeah I really agree thank you so much for guesting this episode and sharing your expertise Victoria it was so fun having you here thank you it was uh, so great to talk to you this brings us to the end of another episode of influencer marketing talks if you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes influencer marketing content and what's up on the consumer marketing scene, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms at Cure Media.